What is up, fellow Benchwarmers? Welcome back to another episode of Fantasy Benchwarmers. My name is JJP with Kamesh. We'll do the last final 10 uh, depth chart. And of course, talk about, you know, the good thing about talking about them right now is that the preseason is we're in the middle of the preseason game, so we'll be able to see some of these names, whether they're going to be they are for real or uh, something that we should just watch. Time. Anyway, my, like I said, my JJT with Komish. Komish, let's go start, move on to the next set of teams right away so it won't drag too long. Uh, so the next one is OKC. OKC, a very interesting team. And a team that a lot of managers are misunderstanding. They think they're still tanking. I don't think they're in the tanking mode already, no. And I think Does, that affects. Do managers think that? A lot. I've seen a lot of comments about SGA that you know, he, you know, don't pick him third, fourth. They're tanking. They're tanking. I've seen a lot of that. Whether foreigners or, um, not not in the Philippines, but also in the Philippines, some some managers feel like they're still tanking, because maybe they see them as you know, there's no stars yet. You no, know? the West is so deep. You know, they don't have the star there. But considering, did they make the play in, or at least made the play in? I think they did, right? I think they did make the play-in last or year. Or they nearly made the play-in. Something like that. So, um, yeah, I, I, I don't think they're tanking. I don't think they're going to tank this year. Um, resting, though, maybe. Maybe they rest SGA, but the rest risk with SGA would be similar already with other star players. So, I think OKC wants to win. They would try to win. And plus, the big thing is they have Chet. Chet Holmgren. Yeah. You know, they have Chet. They uh, made the play-in. They made the play-in last year. Yeah. So, yeah, they, they have Chet Holmgren this year, which is a very, very big addition for the team. So, OKC, they're one of... They're going to make the playoffs. I I, I believe they're going to make the playoffs this year. All right. So, looking at their roster, Shea, Giddy, Jalen Williams, Chet, players that are definitely rosterable. I think Shea is on the top of the list. You know, first round value, the next is usually Chet goes next. Yeah. And then Jalen and Giddy goes, you know, depending on your preference, they go almost close to each other. Uh, Chet, for real, you think? Yeah. He's been picked 40s. Um, he was picked 50s before the preseason. And when the preseason started, he went up because he played so well. He was able to stand toe-to-toe yeah. -to -toe with uh, Wendy, no, in that yeah. matchup. And even before that, he was playing very well. And you can see his body is not not a strain as last year. You know, you know with with players who missed one season of of they missed basically their first season, it really is beneficial to them. No, it, it it sucks that you they they did get to play at all for one year, but in that one year they not not only rehab, they also were part of the team. You were able to experience yeah. how to be an NBA player and all those stuff. So they're not really rookie rookies. You know, they're rookies. They're considered rookies, yeah. but they're not rookie like the other rookies. They're not so, rookies in the sense that uh, they know what the grind is. Like, yes, traveling, yes. Uh, going from one city to another, how that feels, how that goes. And then, of course, the training routine, like the and, workout practices, they know how how those things go already. And I've never seen, I've mostly in the recent memory, like Blake Griffin, you know, I think Embiid also misses first year. Those guys... When they come back after that break, after that gap year, you could say, they're really stronger, they're really more ready. And I see that with Chet already uh, in the preseason. And even during the summer league, I, I, I really like his, his value. Not as much because he moved up, as you said, to the 40s. But still, for me, if he didn't get Wemby, Chet is not just a consolation prize. I think he's somebody that would be very, very good. My only worry about Chet is still the injury concern. Yeah, I know that his injury was a freak injury, but his body is just different. It's different. No, it's not normal to have that kind of a body. And we don't know he's gonna start at center. We just don't know how he will be able to bang with those, you know, stronger yeah. centers in the league. You know, so that's different from Wemby. Wemby has Zach Collins at least, you know, starting with him. They have Cassie yeah. on the bench. I mean, I don't think the Thunder is going to 
you know, put Jalen Williams at center. So, yeah, that's my only concern. But I like I like Chet Holmgren for for this season. Uh, other players that might surprise you. I think one thing I I want to talk to you about is Jalen Williams. No, this this guy. Remember, he was top thirty the last month of last year. You know, yeah. people say, "What is the real Jalen Williams?" Uh, is you know the 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 consensus on Williams is different. I don't know about you. Do you like him or not? You know, that that's. I mean, some people don't trust him. Some people like him so much. It's all over the place. Is the thing about him, Jalen Williams? I think I can. Probably just now I thought about it, thinking about it. He is close to that. Uh, remember Mikal Bridges yeah. when he was in Phoenix? Yes. The stat yes. sets are similar. Yes. But, yep. you know, everyone's high on him because, you know, he doesn't really, you know, turn the ball over as much. Or at least the field goal and the free throws are good. A very clean game, roto-friendly, but in head-to-head. You don't know what he gives you, like what strengths he gives you. Maybe the steals, steals, steals. Uh, yeah. He can pass. He can do do make some assists. But this is a this is not a deep OKC team. If you look at it, it's not deep. So I think he's gonna have some opportunities there. Um, you know, even maybe get a run with the second unit. That's my sense. He probably get some run with the second unit. Um, so I think he's still going to be solid. Um, I don't know the 60s because he's been ranked in, in some, you know, in Yahoo in, in the 60s. If that's, I think I like him more at the 70s. At least you get a little more uh, value there. But the 60s is fine. Maybe the late 60s. I've been seeing him pick the late 60s. But like I said, no, no strengths, clear strengths other than the efficiencies. And uh, the cream game, as I like to call it, with Mikal. What you 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 put it perfectly, no? Mikal Bridges of the new <clears throat> right now. <clears throat> He's yeah. the new Mikal Bridges. Mikal has yeah. moved up, so now it's his turn. Um, strength steals. It's really steals. There is uh consistent strength. No, he's av- he averaged two steals in his last twenty one point eight last twenty games. Last twenty five, I think, close to two. So that's that's solid, but steals, it can be, can be hard to trust, you no, know, hard to depend on. I, I think if you if we go back to that Mikal comparison we did, I, I think he is he probably would score a little more with the steal. Yes, probably yes. Have some good twenty five point games. He probably have those type of games. Yeah, yeah. So I think that's the difference because Mikal. You don't expect him to go that 25 points, 30 points. Uh, Jalen Williams shown last year he can do it. And he'll probably gonna be doing it. Yeah. This also reminds me as maybe somewhat of a James Harden type of role. Uh when yes. he was OKC. With 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 Jalen though, I think he's gonna rank higher than Josh Kitty. By by the season's yeah, end, the efficiencies because of the efficiency. So in roto, it just means that in roto, but the thing is, yeah, in roto he's gonna be really bad. Good, good. It's gonna be good. Um, Josh if is a uh, easier player to get because he can he can give you like you know six seven rebounds and six seven assists in a game. Yeah, plus for yeah. the same number of points with Jalen Williams. I think. Um, it's it's gonna be as you said harder to build with Jalen Williams, but if you're building yeah. a balanced team, maybe you don't want you know you want to be efficient, the field goal free throws. Yeah, he's definitely a guy that you can you can really consider. Another player remi- reminds me of is Tobias. No, although he doesn't Tobias doesn't steal, but he has some of the strengths of Tobias in that efficiency yeah. side, boring kind of player who doesn't score. Yeah, you, you told you said he can score twenties in the twenties, but. I think in the end he's probably going to be at 17, 18 max. I think around those. Yeah, that's, that's how Mikal was, right? Before. Yeah, yeah. So, so I think Jaden, you're you're right. Seventies, I would love him to, to fall there. You no, know, for me to really like uh, picking him. And he can at this point, even right now, you know, in some drafts, he does. He fall does at early seventies. Yeah. Just because no one knows what he can do. I mean, there's there's no clear strength. 
Uh, yeah. People just feel like when you're in the 70s, oh, it's Jalen Williams. He's ranked 60s. So that means it's good value if I pick him in the 70s. So, yeah. yeah. Um, next up is the Orlando Magic. Um, Orlando Magic. Um, we, we, we can probably talk about Paolo Banquero right away, no? Before we talk about the others. He's their star. He's their star. Yeah. And people have been picking him in the top 70 this year yeah. from yeah. last season where he wasn't even a top 100 guy i don't even think he finished in the top 150 last year and this year people are picking him in the top 70 i i, I get it you know i get it he, he's a guy as a 19 year old scored 20 plus points which is very very rare in the nba he averaged 20 points last year so that that scoring that kind of scoring is it's really uh, hard to find. But I just don't know if he's, you know, he's going to round up his fantasy game enough to justify that that leap. Because last year he averaged 20 points. He averaged six, nine, seven rebounds, 3.7 assists. But 0.8 steals, 0.5 blocks. So not much there. And then 42% from the field. And then free throws is 73%. There's just, there's got to be a lot of jump inefficiency some maybe some stocks for him to justify being a top 70 player no top 65 player where he's yeah. been yeah. Uh, yeah maybe it's just uh, me again, i'm i'm i don't know the, the thing the thing in head to head though you've got to know what you're getting right and he definitely is someone if you like you know it's sometimes a matter of preference i guess if you if you don't mind the bad percentages, you still go with him. If you need some scoring, maybe he still gives you those. Scoring I guess he's the anti-Jalen Williams, in a way. <laughs> yeah, in a way, yes. He is, yeah. right? He can score more, but doesn't do much in uh, score and rebound. I think those are his strengths. And I think that's, at least if that's clear for you, it's going to be easier for you to see. You know, all right. I, I would him. say... I would say the defense he showed in the World Cup with the Team USA was very impressive. I mean, he showed he could defend, which means yeah. which is good, which is good for his development, which is stat set development. So I think I, I would certainly see him getting to the top 100 this year with those improvements. I think the efficiency will improve. I think the stocks will improve. I just don't think it will go all the way up to the top 60. But top 100 is there. And then eventually he will slowly rise and rise and rise. Maybe it's just too big of a leap for me. It's just my opinion. All right. Um, the another question here for Orlando is their guard rotation. Yeah. Uh, they have an abundance of guards here. Of course, Fultz, Gary Harris, Cole Anthony, Jalen Suggs, and their rookie Anthony Black. Uh, and I then know, there's another. I, I there. think Cole. I think Cole is on the trading block. I, I think I saw that news somewhere. Yeah. Before, but that kind of died down already. I don't know where that's going. Um, so the chances of him playing a lot is no very low, right? I think so I they start. That. No, I think they're gonna play Cole. Cole is uh, one of their best scorers. Also, uh, yeah. if you look at the lineup, you look at the starters. Yeah, there's Wagner, there's Banquero, Wendell Carter can can score certainly, but the bench. Uh, very, especially if it's Suggs who goes to the bench. Although I've heard that Suggs might start and Harris might come off the bench, but yeah. if it's Suggs on off the bench, I think they would need Cole Anthony to play with Suggs, no, to to kind of give them that scoring punch, you know, that 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 yeah. Suggs usually doesn't, you know, give. Plus they, they 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 pair quite well, and plus they have you know you see the other players said like Jonathan Isaac, Joe Ingles, these guys. These guys don't really score, no, don't really score a lot. So I think Cole will play. He might get traded though, because as you said, there's an Anthony Black behind. Yeah, um, and I think there's been news that he they, they, he is really on the trading block. Yes, I think eventually, eventually. But for early this early in the season, they'll they'll be using him. Now whether Anthony Black or Jet Howard, one of their another lottery pick, gets minutes, not yet. Not not at the start of the season. I don't think I don't see them getting meaningful minutes. So, yeah, uh, I think if we look at Orlando, really the guy here, the guys here are Banquero, Wagner, Wendell Carter, and your favorite, Markel Fultz. My favorite, Markel yes. Fultz. Uh, my favorite Fultz. 80s pick. 
Actually, ETC is a little high. It's just that I, I know it won't get, come back. You won't come back. It's going to uh, be an unpopular opinion, but I think Fultz might be better than Chris Paul this year. They're, they're, they're very similar. I think at that range, it's Fultz, it's Chris Paul. It's, it's just Tyus that Fultz doesn't take threes as much, but the mid-range game is good. Uh, but again, this is a former, what, number one pick. So I think he might take that leap. I, I'm not expecting him to go like SGA type of level, like first round value. But if you pick him in the 80s, I think top 60 is easy for faults. Um, the assists, the steals are going to be there. Uh, the re- He can rebound. He can score. Right? The, he's not a bad field goal player just because he doesn't take too much threes. I won't say it's easy, but it's doable. Uh, yeah, you, you're right. He doesn't take threes. That's that's his really really his biggest biggest yeah. uh, problem. But the percentages, surprisingly, I, I mean, for the field goal, it's good. No, it's 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 good for him. It's just that. Um, but he's close to fifty, I think. He's 51. like forty-seven, forty-nine. Last, last year he was last year was fifty-one percent. Right. and and this guy is twenty-four years old. Yeah. So I think he is young enough. No, he had a very horrific start to his season. But if he's healthy, you're right. No, I think he if, gets. If a you big just person. watch him move, I think he can score. He can score. He he's known to be a scorer. Even. Yeah, he, he can scores. score. Just he, he, the shooting mechanics just got broken. I don't. I just don't know if he's gonna exert um, a lot of effort in scoring. Maybe. He's, Trying to defer to, means maybe try to try to manage team more than score. No, I, I that's what I feel in Orlando. I think Banquero and Wagner are really, are really one A and one B. No, so it's hard to be scoring twenty points if you have those two players. He's gonna start, so he's gonna play with them majority of his minutes. No, so the 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 thing is, if he gets 13, 14 points, he gets. You said the assist last year was five point seven. That's the edge of. Chris Paul over him usually. No, Chris yeah. Paul can get seven, eight in his sleep. But if Fultz can increase that five point seven to at least you know six point five, six point eight, yeah. maybe seven. Yeah, that that top sixty, top sixty five is is really doable for Fultz. And he's not somebody who's really hyped uh, by a lot of people too. Yeah. Uh, all right, that's Orlando. Uh, Anthony Black, you think worth a roster? Not yet. Maybe. Not not this year. I'm not. I'm not seeing him. Suggs. How about Suggs? A lot of ma- a lot of people love Suggs. I just don't like him. I don't like him at all. You're I done. You're done with Suggs. I know you liked him when he was a rookie. Yeah, when he was a rookie. But when I saw him, the, the, it's like a Caruso. You know, the it's just too inefficient scoring wise. He, his shot is broken in my opinion, and turnovers are are killer. But I like him if I'm gonna play. I'm if I'm gonna coach. I like him because he's he's a guy who can defend, he can steal, and yeah, he can stuff. do a little bit of everything. But in fantasy right now, uh, now plus I don't see him getting a lot of minutes also, so I don't see the usage there for for right. six. Let's move on to Philly. Um, well, so Philly. The biggest- the biggest good news, the the good news here is that James Harden showed up for training camp. And Pat Pep said he looked good in his podcast. He said in his podcast he looked good. Um, and he looked ready. He looked in shape. So that's good, right, for James Harden. I think his stock, draft stock, moved up a bit. I, I've seen him being picked, like, uh, second round late already. Uh, I like think... If- I think with Harden, this is like the best case scenario while he's not yet traded. The fact that he showed up for camp, he showed up for practice in shape, that's like yeah. checks all the boxes. But in I think they had a scrimmage and they, they held him out. They didn't ask him to play. The, Nick Nurse is not, I don't know, that, that's why there was speculation he's going to be traded already because they're holding him out. There's still a lot of ways this can go wrong. No more ways yeah. it can go wrong than it can go right. Plus the fact any minor injury he might really not have the motivation to 
to play through it also. And he's not a player who doesn't get injured. He's always injured. There's always some little things here and there. So if you say his stock went up, I could see that. But should it go up? I don't think so. Even if he gets traded to LA, which is the only team that really wants him right now, he has a lot of competition there. The Clippers. The Clippers. The Clippers no? He has a lot of competition there. There's Westbrook is not the guy coming back. Westbrook will still be there. Kawhi, Paul George. Yeah, the big three would still be there. I think the only thing that the Clippers are offering are draft picks and draft swaps. So not much in terms of players. So I think Harden is a guy you know to really avoid. I made a mistake in picking him in a league, one league in a FPW, but pre, pre preseason, pre all those news. Although, but we know that we know that he wanted to be traded, but I didn't think it through that well. That's why I picked him. But uh, I also had Jokic there, so maybe that was my buffer. I thought you know I could gamble a little bit with him. But if you are drafting, I I would suggest just letting him go, just let letting other people deal with the stress with Harden. Um, Maxi is another player. I love Maxi. Yeah, I love Maxi, and I really do. I really feel like all the upside are there. Everything I said about Harden, the guy that will benefit there is Maxi. You think he can move up his assist numbers? Because that's the only thing I don't like about Maxi. Yeah, last for a point think- guard. The yeah. assists aren't as nice. Yes, and that last that was the reason actually I picked him last night because I was punting. I I was trying to punt assists at least, uh, in a sixteen team league. And yeah, the assists. I think if Harden leaves, definitely it will go up, because you know who can create in this team? Patrick Beverly. Patrick Beverly can create anything. You know, so if Harden leaves, nobody comes comes in. For sure, Maxi will be the lead guard, and for sure he's gonna, he's, he's ready. He's ready for to become a star. It's just it's just there ready for him to take. You know? Um, and spe- especially with Embiid also, probably coasting through the regular season. If Harden leaves, I would see Embiid being like a butler, you know, emotional and all those stuff and and everything. So I think Maxi is a guy that uh, I'm very high on this year. Actually, if Max if uh, Harden leaves. Um, it's going to be another worry for Philly. I'm not sure they're going to be as good. No win, mm. Harden. Yeah. Uh, but Nick Nurse, like, he's, he's he's a great coach, so he might be able to make it. Through. Um, yeah. Paul Reed. Play. Paul Reed. Paul Reed. I like. I that? actually like Paul Reed as a as a handcuff for NBA. Yes. Um, Paul Reed was the guy that was hyped too early and then lost the hype later on. <laughs> there was a Why is that? He's been playing well in the preseason. He's been playing okay. But when he was hyped, he was going as high as 100. At that point of in time when Josh yeah, Lloyd... too high. Yeah, when Josh Lloyd started Are to you talk blaming about... Josh Lloyd? No, I'm saying managers, when they hear something from Josh Lloyd, sometimes they overreact. <laughs> And yeah. that was the reason. But if you picked him at the 140, 150, yeah, he, he's fine. He's fine. No? He's still fine. But per minute is good. I just, here's the thing about per minute per minute studs. When their minutes are 12, 15 minutes, they really look good. But when their minutes are 25, 23, 24, it doesn't mean yeah. that you just multiply <laughs> the numbers. No, it's not a ratio and proportion sometimes. Uh, when more minutes happen, their players per minute, you know, stats don't catch up. So for yeah. Paul Reed, I think as long as your expectations are manageable, like, you know, some rebounds, steals, you know, here and there, yeah, you, you should be fine. But don't pick him expecting him to be, you know, a top 100 guy this season. Unless yeah. Embiid goes down. Unless Embiid goes down. Which we don't like as well. Yeah, uh, yeah I guess that's it. The others, uh, Tobias nah. has been falling. Which might be good because you know he's falling to he's been going at the eighties earlier earliest the eighties and then uh, latest around past a little past the hundred one hundred yeah so um still probably still going to be solid especially if uh, Harden gets traded because he might you know run some you know he might facilitate a bit so that assist numbers might go up all right. Uh, after Philly, it's the Phoenix Suns. The yeah, the Phoenix Suns. Built. So, 
Phoenix Suns? Well, the biggest news is Nurkic, of course, replacing Aiton there. Yeah. Uh, we've talked about the Suns a lot. Booker, Beal, Durant. I, I, I would say Durant, whoever comes, will be a top 10 per game player. Maybe even higher. No, the question is, will he play enough? Play, play enough to, <laughs> to justify yeah. a first round pick. That's always been the concern, and I will say he won't. I will say he won't play enough. I don't have a KD, and I really don't want to pick KD because if you look at the history, he has not played more than fifty something game for a lot of seasons already, and I don't see the trend changing, uh, this year for Phoenix. Yeah, especially in a team like this that is loaded. Yeah. Yeah, um, it's going to be hard to you know force him to play, might force him to play through minor injuries. He'll probably sit a bit, rest a bit, and and he's at the point in his career in he's probably just go, gonna wait for the playoffs to come. Um, that is true. That is true. Actually, the guy I like here really is Devin Booker. I'm higher on him than a lot of people. No, uh, some people don't see him as a legit top fourteen guy. You know, a player you can pick in the first round. But I think, I think he can. You know, I think he can. Um, this is his team. Even if Durant comes in, Bill comes yeah. in. This Phoenix is Booker's team, and Booker, Booker is an efficient scorer. Also, maybe yeah. doesn't have as much stocks, but he's getting there. You know, he's also Im- improved that. Plus, the assist that I think will come. I think they have Bill as a starting point guard here, but it's really gonna be Booker, who would get mostly that you know, uh, ball handling, uh, role for Phoenix. So I like the assist boost that will counteract the probably lesser scoring. I think the efficiency will improve. I think the assists will improve. Turnovers may be higher a little bit, but scoring will come down. But overall, I think very safe pick. No, if if you pick Devin Booker, so I like him more. For if you're picking anybody here in Phoenix, who do you like as the fifth guy here? It's a call. It I, I mean, fantasy wise. Uh, yeah, fantasy wise and fantasy wise, who starts just fifth? Who starts? A starts. No, but fantasy wise, I would say I would probably even go Eubanks here. Fantasy wise, uh, I just feel like. Nurkic, we know what Nurkic, Nurkic not very durable, and this is the same role Eubanks had last year in Portland. He was yeah. backing up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> and it just happened like he left Portland, but he ended up still backing up Nurkic. And remember what he can do last year, what he did last year when Nurkic yeah. went down. You know, he was solid double double guy. I think Eubanks is a kind of a sleeper, big if you're in a deep league. You know, in a in a in a shallower format, he's a streamer for sure. No, yeah. a streamer or or player so, uh, you wait. Yeah, you, the player you scoop up when the starter gets injured. Someone the like others, uh, low end McConnells or the low end Nathan. Yeah, the others are all streamers for me. Uh, Tita Bates is somebody I would have wanted if he started, but I don't think he's starting. So he's another guy just to monitor a streamer. Eric Gordon, we know he can score. So, you know, maybe streaming for scheduling purposes, Eric Gordon, Grayson Allen for threes. These are guys all really mostly for, for streaming for certain categories. All right. Uh, last, uh, no, not yet the last, but uh, Portland. The, the other end of the, the, the fifth team, the other end of the big Damon Lillard trade. So yeah. this is... Uh, Pretty much a whole different Portland team with Scoot now starting, Simons being the guy, probably, right? Uh, yeah. Shadon Sharp. We still don't know if it's going to be Sharp or Tybull who's going to start. Uh, Jeremy Grant is also, of course, the other guy that's left, the only guy that's left from this uh, the three. Uh, DeAndre Eaton, of course, the guy that came back. Yeah, I think Simons is the guy here. No, Aiton and Simons. But uh, I, I would have loved Aiton more before Robert Williams got traded to them. So I like Simons mo- mostly here. More. Although I would say Aiton will, will finish higher than Simons. But 
I think in their current positions, I love Maxi, right? But if you didn't get Maxi, Simons would be a great uh, yeah. second option. Especially he's get he's going. Actually, like, Simons is going a little lower. A lot yeah, lower. 70s. Yeah, seven. Yeah. Not lower than Maxi. He is closer to that uh, Tyler Hero range. I like Simons more than Hero. I would say that now. But I like I like Hero too. But these are the guys that uh, are almost the same kind of players. We saw what Simons did without Damian Lillard. Now we we already mm. know what he can do. I know I know this is a different team with Scoot there with Aiton there, but he will get a lot of usage. No, Simons will get a lot of usage. So. I think he's the guy that you can really target right now in this team. I like him way, of course, way more than Scoot. A lot of people are overdrafting Scoot also. Top 100 for Scoot? No, I don't think he's going to be top 100 this year. Uh, uh, yes. I've seen him not, being drafted within that top 100 range. I, I, I've seen him getting drafted in the top 100 range. And he's been impressive. He's very impressive. Uh uh scoot henderson for a rookie but you know turnovers the shooting i'm not sure will be sustainable i don't think he can shoot 50 percent like he's shooting the preseason in the regular yeah. season if he if he does then okay my, i i'm wrong but my my projection i don't think he's gonna get to the 50 percent i don't think the three-point shot would be very consistent no but he's certainly better than other guards similar to him like Ivy last year, he's gonna be better than those players for right. his first season. Um, this Portland team is probably different in the sense that there might be they might be what six deep, seven deep when it comes to rosterable players in fantasy. Malcolm Brogdon's there, Shadon Sharp, and of course Robert Williams, and sometimes guys like to take Tybull uh, for the steals and blocks. But your take on Malcolm Brogdon at this point? I think fantasy-wise, you can get him in a certain like Conley, Conley situation. Same con like Conley. You know, the guy that late in the draft that gives you assists, which is really not rare. nobody else. It's rare. Yeah. It's very hard to find late in the draft. And that's the value. That's their value. Let's say you have Halliburton, you know, you got you, you that, that's your strength, assist. No, if you just need one more player to just make solidify sure that, that solidify it, that that category is yours, then that's Brogdon, that is Condi. And plus, where they're being picked, Brogdon is being picked at the 120s, past 120. I think it's very little risk already, even if he falls to an injury or anything, it's it's not as risky as getting him before when he was going. So, I'm okay with Brogdon. Uh, I actually like Robert Williams more. I think they plan to play him at power forward with Aiton, which we talked about before when the trade happened. We thought that that's, that's not going to happen, but they talked. Chancey Billups had said that they will try it, so that that will help Robert Williams more than Aiton for sure, because if he gets five minutes, even just five minutes at power forward, the twenty minutes becomes twenty-five. We know what Robert Williams can do. We know, yeah. we know, we know. If he's healthy, he can really rack up those stocks and rebounds, no, yeah. especially the blocks. So, Robert Williams, another player being slept on here, uh, in Portland. And he has been falling in the draft. He's falling, yes. He's falling, falling outside the hunt. Sometimes, yep. right. Uh, next we have well, since we talked about Scoot, let's jump first to the San Antonio Spurs. I know everyone wants to talk about Wembanyama and. Uh, these are the top two picks. So before we move to Sacramento, San Antonio has some questions here, of course. Obviously, Trey Jones probably going to start. Vassell's probably is for sure going to start. I think Wembanya. These the starters are set pretty much for for them, right? The only question there people have been asking is where, where does Sohan fit? Yeah. I think that's the biggest question. Sohan has started twice and he started at point guard. Now, if you're gonna ask me if he's gonna be the starting point guard, I think it's still Trey Jones. But uh Sohan might be the sixth man for for the Spurs. No, I think Keldon might start. I I I I think. But Keldon has said that he's okay to start to come off the bench if that's what mm -hmm. Pop wants. So those six, the the five that you mentioned and Sohan, I think those are the six that you have to uh monitor closely here in San Antonio. I like 
Sohan, if he can play, you know, if he gets really consistent regular minutes at point guard, I hope he gets a point guard eligibility for one. Although, you know, commissioners can do that also now. But if he continues to do that, the assists certainly will help. He's a very versatile guy, you know, Sohan. So he's another guy that uh, will surely benefit from playing point guard. Yeah. Uh, apparently, you know, uh, before we got recorded this, there's been a trade submitted mm-hmm. in one of the leagues, and it's Trey Jones and Jeremy Sohan traded for each other. Uh, so that's going to be interesting. That's interesting because I think Trey Jones is still higher than Jeremy Sohan. I don't yeah, but, but see them at the same know. level. But maybe the owner of Trey got a little scared because he saw Sohan starting ahead of Trey in one of those games. Today, yeah. Trey Jones didn't play. So that's in, not counted. Sohan is probably the more exciting player to own, right? I mean, yeah. Today, you know what to expect. He's not really a high, very high upside player. Unlike Sohan. Sohan could, you know, be but, a bit. I mean, has a higher ceiling than Trey Jones. Tyus Jones is a better player than Trey Jones. But Trey Jones, there's a chance he can average more assists than Tyus Jones. Because did you see the alley-oop with Wembanyama? I mean, that was so. F- Wembanyama was almost in the free throw line when he got that ball. Yeah, and he was yeah. able to, you know, he Trey Jones would just need to to put the ball. Just love all the all, love it. Love, and, and love every time. Wembanyama is gonna, gonna be able to dunk it. So and since we're there with Wembanyama, let's talk about him. He's been moving. Yeah. Well, gone are the days where you can pick Wembanyama at the thirties or even at the early forties. That's done. That's gone. Uh, you can't do that anymore. I've seen him, like I said in our Twitter, I've seen him being picked at fifth. That's the highest nah. I've seen him pick. Fifth. That's that's crazy pick. That's crazy. That's crazy. Um, and then, but usually he's out by the second round. He should be picked there. I I mean he should be the right pick is of course thirties. I I said that twenty eight, twenty seven, twenty eight to thirty, but that will not happen. So. The highest I'll go is 24. Late late second. That's the highest I'll go. I mm-hmm. think he can reach that. But the if we pick him that high, it's more of because he just wants to enjoy playing fantasy. And not just think about whether he's going to really finish there or he has value or whatever. You just want to enjoy your you team. Want you know? to make sure. And, and just enjoy have owning. Sometimes fantasy is also about you know, liking the players you own. Yeah. You know, like yeah. You're, you're, I it's mean, exciting. Right. I, I don't have stocks of Wem Wembanyama because I couldn't fathom picking him that early. Yeah. Uh, actually I have him in one league in Fantrax also. I have in two leagues, one in Fantrax and Yahoo. The Fantrax one I picked him twenty-four. So and I I just wanted to 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 see. This you know, is still I'm a little early, right? I mean, that, a little that, early. A little that early, one but... was a little before the preseason started. No, after like... the preseason. I, I, when I oh. saw him in the preseason, I kind of uh, got the sense that, yeah, he's a real deal and he won't be... The struggles will be there, but the the floor will be much higher than than before, than what I, I thought of before. I think the floor is yeah. higher now. So uh, the, the the concern with Wembanyama, of course, the shutdown risk will be there. I told you that. I told you that he will be shut down so, at some point. Two two concerns I have: the shutdown risk later on, or the maybe the quote unquote load management uh, type uh, of uh, you know way the Spurs usually does it, and uh, the second one is that the preseason games. What he was against the C team, the B team of you know certain teams. I'm not sure how tested he's gonna be when it comes to the starting players, right? The top level players. I know he's gonna be good. Don't get me wrong. I know he's gonna be good. He's probably gonna block a bunch of shots. He's probably gonna score. Um, uh, but can his body hold up banging day in, day out? I mean, every day I think with the big guys. I think I'm not that as the injury concern probably, but the body and everything, yeah, he's gonna be beat. He's gonna be beaten up. But I think the Spurs they have a very smart coaching staff. 
Yeah. They'll be able to mask that. They'll be able to hide him at some point. The thing though is that yeah, you're right. I don't think he's going to be that efficient in the in the regular season as he was uh, in the preseason. And um, plus the fact that his shots were falling, the outside shots were falling. And if you watch people who just watched him for the first time, like oh, this guy is like so good. He's like Durant. He can score everywhere, three pointers, outside shot, dunk, and everything. But when you watch him, that's also the highlights. But if you watch him in the Europe and the Euro League. There were a lot of games where he couldn't make a basket. His outside shots were not falling, so it looks good. But but that's the Euro League, and everyone is, that came from the Euro League has said it's easier to score in the NBA. Yes, but outside shooting is outside shooting. I think he's still not consistent enough. That is the reason why I think you know picking him fifth or expecting him to be a first rounder this year. That's not gonna happen. That's just not gonna happen. It will not. That's why I said. 30 should be the earliest you pick him because 28 to 30 because I think that is where he will really end up you know when it's all said and done so it will be the the responsible uh, way to draft him which is okay. there you know right. that spot. that's that in San Antonio Sacramento Basel. guys Basel Devin Basel right. I Quick, high Basel. Devin Basel yeah I just want to say it out there he's gonna be very good this year Yeah, but I hope he stays healthy because that was his problem. Yeah, but he's bulked up. Huh? Vassell bulked up, and he's. I I see a jump. I see. I really see a jump with with David Vassell this year. All right, Sacramento's boring. Nothing's changed. They'll probably be going to be the same. Fox um, will fall. Fox will fall I think, for sure. Fox will not be as good as last year. I will say it maybe? now. He's you not gonna be as good as last year. Yeah, he he he. Although he's not being picked. Uh, with something big guys they picked there with Jaden Bronson that lower range. lower than Bronson so I think that's good Jamal Murray Jamal Murray level yeah around Murray and Fox level at the 40s early 40s which is at least there I thought he was going to be picked ter- earlier maybe 30s because of what he did last year so I think the managers are smart enough to know that that's not going to be sustainable for Darren Fox but the guy that I like here is Keegan Murray Keegan Murray is a guy that, well, we are in FBW leagues and our, our managers are smart. So even if he's ranked in the 119, 115 to 119, I think, level in Yahoo, he's still being picked like 90s. So they're mm-hmm. smart. But if you are in a league that they follow the rankings really strictly and not much jump, I think you can get Keegan for a very, very good discount. He's a guy, you know, last year, top three points uh, player, rookie. No, in history, I think that continues. But he's gonna do a lot more this year. He's gonna rebound. He's gonna. I think the stocks will improve. So I like Egan Murray a lot. No, in this team. All right. Uh, who's next? And then Ve- to- one more last for Sacramento. Vezenkov. People have been asking about him. The guy can shoot, but he can't do anything else. So, so that's all. That that's all. That's yeah, all. Everyone's say. been asking. I mean. Lots of the media members have been asking about Vezenkov. Not going to be fantasy draftable players. A streamer. Streamer for, for three-pointers. All right. Next, Toronto. Toronto is another interesting team uh, because I know, we all know that Toronto has always been active uh, in the trading scene. Um, it seems like some of their guys have been on the trade block In like forever, like OG Siakam. I uh, think they, they added Schroeder, and of course Trek Poto from last year. Uh, and they have yeah. a new coach, and that's the most underrated part of Toronto that people have forgotten. Wait, who's their coach, coach again? Darko, I don't know, uh, around Manove yeah. or whatever. Uh, Serbian, from Memphis. No, um, the 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 coach is the biggest change. We usually don't see as much a big of a philosophy change in coaches, but this will be big. Nick Nurse did not play his bench, but with this guy, he wants to play ten deep. No, he wants to play ten deep. So that that alone is a big change. I don't think he's gonna play the starters thirty-eight to forty minutes like Nick Nurse is doing. So that's already big with the value of Pascal Siakam, the value of well for me Siakam. But if Van Vliet was here, the value of Van Vliet would have hit taken a hit also. But Siakam for 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 sure, no. Siakam is being picked twenty seven, twenty eight, could be a bust at that position. 
And the only mm-hmm. thing that's good with Siakam is he has center eligibility already. That that is the biggest yeah. help for him. But I don't see him getting the same value as last year with this coach. No, but uh, um, yeah, yeah. I mean, um, I, this is a low end type of question. Boucher, one of our favorite permanent guy, having mentioned that he the coach might play ten man deep. How does that go? For I think Boucher? that helps Boucher. You know, I, I, I do. I have him in two of our leagues. One in the non FBW, one in FBW. But it's only because it's a deep league. You no, know, mm-hmm. I think the Champions League last night. I think I picked him uh, as my last pick uh, in the sixteen team and in uh, in sixteen team leagues. I've been picking him. As I said, uh, this is a new coach, and if he gives Boucher twenty minutes consistently. Yeah, there will be ups, there will be downs, there will be games where he'll disappear, there will be games where he'll look so good. Overall, it will average out and, you know, it will be something worth a uh, 14-team roster spot. So, I, 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 he's a guy people already are tired of because yeah. he's been the sleeper two, three years ago. But I think this year is going to be better for him uh, for, for the, with a new coach. All right. I like Scotty uh... here, though. Scotty Barnes, I think, will take the next step. Scotty Barnes, Shoot, though, has been dropping as well in draft. Yes. And I like him. And people have talked about Evan Mobley that he should be uh, taking the next step. I think Scotty Barnes, too. I think Scotty Barnes will be taking the next step, too. All right. Uh, last two teams Utah Jazz. For. Jazz. Uh, yeah, for Utah. No. I think. The biggest question is Talon Horton Tucker. I think who will start at the guard positions. Yeah. Now, right now, it's Talon Horton-Tucker and Sexton. Sometimes it's Talon Horton-Tucker and I think Clarkson. But so far, it's been Talon Horton-Tucker. But if you watch the games, the Utah Jazz reporters have been very, very uh, critical of him, of his game. But in the stats, it's not showing. In, in the fantasy the stats, world, it's the same. Yeah, they've all been saying Chris Dunn is the best point guard. But he's not getting as much minutes as THT. So what will happen? You know what will. Plus, there's another rookie there, Keontae George, who yeah. is very, very good. Uh, I've talked about him in the summer league during the draft. I talked about him also. I see him as a very, uh, very, very promising guy. So it's very, it's kind of all over the place. If you want me to guess I think Colin Sexton will start that's for sure and I think Taylor Horton Tucker starts uh, for the first few games I don't see it continuing I think Chris Dunn will somehow eventually uh, be the point would probably be I think Keontae would be maybe later on or maybe more of a sixth man or or a key bench player for his first season at least all right. Uh, anyone else? People have John been Collins. asking about John Collins. Yeah, John Collins and Taylor Hendricks, no, the other rookie. John Collins, uh, I for the little I've seen, the role seems to be similar with Atlanta. So if people are expecting a bounce back from him, I don't really see that happening. Uh, it might have with, been, might be worse right now. Could even be, could worse. be worse. Could even be I mean, worse. Yeah. The rebounding could numbers worse. could go down because Marketing can rebound. Kessler can rebound. The blocks uh, will go down with Kessler there. Can rebound. I mean, yeah. the the blocks might not be there because Kessler's there. So I don't know. Scoring maybe, but Marketing's there. Clarkson's there. He's more of a roto guy, really. If you want something who's more efficient, center eligible guy. Clean field goal free throws, you know, with with. I don't think balance. he's center eligible in Yahoo. I think he is. I I, is I think he is. Yeah, I think he is. So, yeah, mostly just a roto guy, you no, know, for me, you no, know, John Collins. All right. Uh, the top one hundred pick. No. No, I I think I'll probably pass on a top one hundred pick for Collins. I just have so many players I like at that spot. To pick him there. All right. Last, the Wizards. The Wizards are going to be the interesting, the new interesting uh, tanking team. You know, the interesting, well, we talked about Tayus a while ago. He's going to be as solid as we can get, no? But watch out, he's going to get traded. 
I think there's a big chance he's gonna get get traded by February, you know, by the trade deadline. Then we have Poole, Kuzma, and Gafford. I think that's the big three. Also, you you know I love Poole. I think mm-hmm. I think Poole top fifty is right. No, I think he's there is a level to Poole that I think Tyler Hero and and the other guys cannot get this year because of this because of the team he plays for. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's gonna be just scoring crazy a lot you know, a lot of trees a lot of a lot but of again, points the efficiency will be, will be a pain true field goal will be a pain that that you have to close your eyes and but in a punt field goal team by by, by all means you have to get pull i mean the free throws are solid threes points you know he can pass so and he, can, he, he has steals no he, he has steals so i think pull will be solid and then kuzma is the same more of a punt field goal guy, but he's also gonna score a lot, and he's, he can rebound. He's a very solid rebounder. So I think those three plus Gafford uh, will yeah. be the players to watch out for here. Yeah. The interesting thing here with Washington, uh, you know, like I said, they might be tanking already, and by the end of the season, there might be some players who might emerge as well, you know the late. late uh, the, what, how do you call it? Crazy season uh, players, right? Bilial Kulibali. How do you? I, I'm so, I'm I'm really surprised they put him as a starter here. He did start uh, their last game and he played well, four steals, right? So people were all and the people He's, suddenly, uh, suddenly known appeared to, for his defense. Yeah, suddenly appeared in drafts after that preseason game, but I don't think he starts. No, I, I that was a time when Danny was uh, out with an injury. That's why they started. But uh, Denny start or does Kispert start? Denny, Denny will start. I think Denny should start. Uh, as as far as I know, Denny will start. So those are few players like Kispert, Dylan Wright. They, these might be the crazy season uh, additions that can win you your league later on. So you have to you know somehow remember their names. Uh, all right, that's it. Anything else for Washington? No, I think that's it. All right, that's it, guys. For this, let me just stop sharing this. All right, that's it. Uh, all of the depth chart uploaded, and hopefully that helped you. I know it's kind of late, but I, this final week before the season starts, this is where uh, drafts can get intense as well in terms of frequency. All right. Uh, as always, follow us on Twitter here below. And on YouTube at C Bench Warmers and that see you guys again in the next episode. Bye guys.